All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, a thunderous Thursday afternoon. How are you? Welcome to the Gregor Show on Sports 1440. Also, Oilers Nation YouTube presented by Play Alberta. .ca, where you want to get in the game tonight. Hey, orders taking on the New Jersey Devils. It'll be Skinner versus uh, Akira Schmid. Uh, Oilers looking to uh, sweep the season series for the fourth time in the last uh, seven years that they played each other. Devils have swept it twice, so six out of seven years. One team wins the first one. They have a good chance of winning the second. Oilers are hoping that's the case because they need a win. But so do the Devils. Both teams, after having 112 and 109 points respectively, Devils with 112, Oilers 109, uh, both currently sit in 12th place in their uh, respective conferences. Not great. Not great. Now, they're not far out of it, but still, they're not in it either as far as the playoffs go. So we'll get to that. As always, you can email us in our Jiffy Lube inbox 833-401-1440. Texas or email us there. You can always email Gregor at uh, sports1440.ca. We have a, a loaded show for you today. Of course, we'll talk uh, lots about the orders and uh, the Devils. Also, fantasy football. If you're not Connor Halley, you're probably happy because uh, that means you're in the playoffs. And uh, now... You get uh, excited. As Connor says, what Whoa. about consolation? <laughs> consolation counts for something. Right? Uh, well, not really. It just means you get to play. Makes you feel like you're doing something, but a whole lot of nothing. My opponent uh, left uh, his his roster empty last week, so I breezed through the first round looking for the second round now. See, I would kick a guy out of the league if that's what they did. That's, uh, well, that's it was the commish. What? Yeah. Do you guys, like, don't you do your seedings based on where you finish for draft next year? No. Well, that's no. what you should do. Yeah. There's the problem solved. Come on. 
Got a Mickey Mouse league you're running over there. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Jeez. Yeah. The own commissioner is not committed. Pfft. I'll be looking for a new league right, right there. Uh, Justin Herbert in the starting lineup. Oh, well, yeah. there you go. It's disappointing. Yeah, nice. Well, maybe he was just doing that to mock you. Uh, we'll, <laughs> well, you know see. what? He's a Raiders fan. So oh. I said, you know, your team beat up on my team on Thursday. My fantasy team will get revenge over the weekend. And yeah. we did. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> he left his open. I would hope you won. Yeah, easy. Pretty sad if you didn't. Um, Oilers, of course, uh, lineup changes. Connor Brown sitting in the press box eating popcorn tonight. Uh, trying to uh, maybe see if that changes his game because maybe a seat upstairs, uh, just calm for a night, or we'll add a little bit of motivation to him, whatever it is. They need to get him going. Uh, zero goals, one assist through 23 games for Brown, and uh, he takes a spot in the uh, press box. They'll put Nugent Hopkins back with McDavid and Hyman. Hey, they need goals, so why not put the most productive line together? Kane, Drysaddle, and Fogel. You'll have Yanmark, McLeod, and Gagne. Ernie will play on the uh, left side with Hamblin and Derek Ryan. Defense pairings are the same. Gleason still uh, sitting out, and uh, Stuart Skinner will go in goal tonight for the Edmonton Oilers. Also, today, uh, month of giving. Today is our final day to bid on packages. Tomorrow's a pyramid of giving, and we hope to finish strong, but uh, today is our final day for packages, and we actually have three, some we never do, but... We, uh, we have got three offers. I don't like to turn it down. We always like to raise money. So, uh, today our package number one. What I, I always try to get packages that you don't necessarily can't just go out and buy, right? So not all of them, but some of them. And, uh, this is one of them. So package number one is the Canadian brew house clubhouse package. It's located on the south side. It has a full gymnasium, volleyball, basketball, hockey, soccer. They have a tennis ball machine, rock climbing wall. Then they have two bowling lanes. They're lit up, uh, massive TVs, like a play area uh, with some arcade games as well, foosball, air, uh, air hockey. They got all that. So it's great. You can use this for a staff party, a team building, maybe your wrap-up party for your minor uh, sports team, a stag or stagette, if you like. They got it all there. Uh, the winner needs to book a few weeks in advance their time, and uh, you'll also get a $1,000 food and beverage Credit will be supplied by the Canadian Brew House. This is an awesome package. So, and by the way, this isn't available. You can't normally just go out and get this. So, a uh, big thanks to uh, Pat and everyone at the Brew House to uh, come in with this. And, uh, Gregor, we had some questions about how many people could go. Patty tells me they've had up to 150 people there. Oh, yeah. So, it's a, it's got some space for you. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a big place. It, you, there are some pictures you'll see. Like, the gym. And so, the kids can play in the gym. Meanwhile, there's like a viewing area. So if the kids are playing whatever, or you know what, maybe you're having like a bunch of buddies there and you're playing hockey, the rest can sit down, you have a little mini tournament, and you're sitting in the lounge watching where they're playing. It's unbelievable facility. So uh, that's package number one. Package number two, this is our uh, wine package. It's a, a custom basket honoring the red wine lifestyle. And if you know, you know. Courtesy of uh, Karen McGowan and uh, curated by Baseline Wine and Spirits. So it includes six crossbow splendor glasses, a decanterer, and uh, six bottles of red wine. Now, these are some really, I'm not a, I'm not a red wine guy, but I looked it up online. They've got like the brand number 95 Cabernet Sauvignon from Napa Valley. They have the Dark Matter Limitless Cabernet Sauvignon from Howell Mountain. Like those bottles of wine are over 200 bones. What? 
Then they got lots of other good ones. Uh, the uh, Orletto from Italy. You'll see them all listed uh, on our uh, social media uh, at our Orders Nation article today. But if you're a wine person, you're going to get those six bottles. And also, you're going to have a private wine testing for 10 people in your home hosted by Ryan from Baseline Wine, and he'll show up with six more bottles of wine. So you're going to get this bottle, these six, to have, and you can use them whenever you like. And then you're going to have a wine tasting for you and you know nine friends, five couples, whatever you like. If you like wine, you're going to love this package from uh, Baseline Wine and uh, Spirits. And big shout-out to uh, Carrie McGowan uh, as well for that. So package number two is for uh, all of our wine fans. Package number three, Oilers and a sign. You're going to get the four Loge ledge seats. So the first level of the Loge, uh, courtesy of Trilogy Oilfield. It's a Saturday night game. The Oilers and the Senators, January 6th. So, hey, if you don't have your Christmas shopping done, this is a pretty good package. So you get the four low seats. It's uh, They sit right where the Oilers attack twice. So the Oilers are coming right at you twice in the first and the third period. Also, you're going to get a custom... 24-inch by 36-inch sign from Steel Collar CNC. You can personalize this whatever you want for your man cave, your she shack, uh, your place of business, whatever you like. It's a custom 3D sign. It includes all the design consultation with Graham and Chris as well as drawing and drafting time. If you want to see some of their previous work, you can go to steelcollarcnc.ca. All right? So uh, that sign usually retails for about uh, three grand. Okay, so uh, you got that and the four loge seats to go to the game on Saturday, January 6th. So package one is the brew house. Package two is the wine. Package three is Oilers and the sign from uh, Steel Caller CNC and Trilogy Oilfield. All right, this is unreal day. So uh, some great packages to bid on. 833-401-1440. 833-401-1440 is, uh, is where you can bid. So it's pretty uh, pretty awesome. Wine package up to five hundred with Darren. Darren, all right, uh, there we go, easy. And uh, the bids, uh, we'll read them as they come in. I like it. We're up to a uh, thousand on the uh, Oilers tickets and a uh, thousand on the uh, Brew House package. So there you go. It's always a good start. Dave has the uh, Oilers tickets and the sign, and uh, Mike has a thousand for the uh, the Brew House clubhouse, which that's an unbelievable package. So all three of them are great today, man. I like the diversity from it. So uh, we hope to uh, finish strong in our bidding items today for the month of giving. Also today. Uh, around the NHL, of course, the uh, the NHL will be playing games, and then the, they take the uh, the break for Christmas. Of course, uh, they are off the orders. Uh, tomorrow is their final game. There is 14 games on Saturday. The orders aren't playing, and then they have a three day break on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and Boxing Day, and then they resume again on the 27th. But the orders actually finish before most teams because they're done tomorrow, and then they start after most teams. They get a little bit of extended break. We'll see if they want it. Depends how they play. Like they got to be a little bit desperate, do they not, for a win tonight? I would hope so. They got to win. They got to play better offensively. I, I crunched the numbers, and so I came up with some numbers for you. Like Zach Hyman, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Zach Hyman's playing great." Well, you want to know why he's playing well, and he's scoring specifically because he goes to the areas where you can score goals. Zach Hyman has sixty-six inner slot shots. Kane has thirty. He's second. McDavid has 27. Then uh, Fogel and Drysaddle, 19. Nugent Hopkins has 18. 
Gagne has 12 in limited time, I should mention. Yanmark at 10, McLeod Ryan at 9, Brown at 7. James Hamlin uh, is at 4. And if you look at kind of like their per-game average, Sam Gagne has the fourth highest inner slot shots per game. He's got 12 in 17 games. Only McDavid, Kane, and Hyman have more. Uh, McDavid, though, is averaging one per game. Last year, he was at 1.3, so he's down quite a bit. He's on pace for 80 after having 106 last year. So he needs to be a little bit more shooting from the inside. Hyman's doing a great job. That's why he's scoring. Like Ryan McLeod, the amount of minutes he plays, it's not close to good enough. It's basically at the same rate per minute as Connor Brown, who's finding himself in the press box. Now, McLeod has the one goal, and then he has the one empty net goal. So you, you see Connor Brown getting a seat tonight. There are some other guys that I think should be on attention, shall we say, after how they've started the season. Because if you look at the overall offense of the Oilers, it's good, but there's some guys who just simply, they need more from. Ryan McLeod would be one. I think you can. I think you can expect more goals from Connor McDavid. I think that's that's not a big ask. He's on pace for basically half the goals he had last year. I'm not expecting him to score 64, but I also don't see. I don't expect to see a cut in half in one year. Go down the list: Drysaddle, Nugent Hopkins, all of them. They need, they need to be able to finish more, and they need more shots. Because if you look at their shots, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, they got a lot of shots." Yeah. But they have a lot of shots on the outside. Not uh, not great. Hey, Gregor, has Picker started it since his win at home? Yeah, he started last game. Robbie, my man, he lost against the uh, the Islanders. Oh, no, sorry. Pickard's playing tonight, not Skinner. What am I saying? Pickard's playing tonight. Skinner played. Pickard's playing tonight. Skinner will, uh, will play tomorrow. Right, Cons? Am I dreaming here? Uh, Picker tonight. Yeah, Picker Skinner tonight. Yeah. That's tomorrow. what Chuck or Coach Novak yeah. Chuck said yeah. uh, yesterday. So unless he changed, yeah, yeah, but no. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, no. It's um, it is uh, it is Pickard going tonight, Skinner going uh, tomorrow, which to me makes sense, right? And uh, we'll see. Hey, I don't care who's in goal. Just make the saves that you're supposed to make. I really like Colin Chalk's outline. It goes. People talk about yeah, you know the big saves, but it's it's the ones you should make that you don't. The matter more. And I would agree with that. That's Jack Campbell's problem right now in the minors. Amongst a few other things, but that's the main one, is he's allowed goals that he shouldn't be allowing. Like, you can make the great circus stop, but then when you let in one from the blue line with no screen, it's just like, ugh. Right? And it sucks the life out of your team. It just does. So, uh, the orders will... Uh, they just need competent goaltending. I think that's fair. But guess what? They need competent offense. I crunch the numbers. Right? Like... When when team, if you want to try to win in today's NHL, you can't do it scoring one goal, which the Oilers have done the last two games. So I don't care who's in net the last two games. They have one goal. Teams have score have won five games this year when they score one goal by the score of one nothing. Five. Now there's been one game that went to a shootout that was zero zero. So I guess technically I'll include that one, uh, even though they never scored a goal. So can kind of argue either way. We're talking like one point two four percent of the time. Even if you add in two goals a game, you're, you're still talking combined one or two goals. It's less than 9% chance of winning the game. 
So you can get all upset about the order. Oh, geez, Skinner here and this or that. Sorry. Score some damn goals. Higher scoring error in the NHL. You can't have two goals in two games and expect to win. You just can't. So it's okay to call out the offense and say they need to be better. Get to the net. Get get dirty. Ryan McLeod, stop in front of the net. It's not, uh, you know what? It's not illegal. It's allowed. You're allowed to go there. Coming up on the uh, program today, we will hear from uh, Bronte, of course. Uh, he's moving to the uh, 5 o'clock hour. Uh, Dave McCarthy will be by from uh, Sirius XM. Usually he's on Tuesday, but he switched things around. Ken Danico grew up playing uh, minor hockey in Edmonton. Longtime New Jersey Devil. Won multiple Stanley Cups with the Devils and is now, of course, a color analyst. We'll talk about the disappointment and why is Timo Meyer struggling so much. I don't get it. Look at Timo Meyer's numbers. He has two goals. Five on five in New Jersey this year. This is a guy who scored 40 goals last year, 35 the year before. He scored 30, 22, 21. And he's got five goals this year. And only two on five on five. And he's been a pretty consistent, productive five on five goal scorer anywhere from 18 to 23 goals at five on five. And he's got two. What the hell's going on? Uh, Livingston will by. We'll hear from uh, James Duffy, uh, Mark Spector, uh, Bob Harris will give us a little bit of a rundown for all of you because it's a big weekend if you play fantasy football because now you're into the playoffs, baby. Who do you like? These are some key mad because if you're a playoff team, you're into the final four, you probably have a few options. Like, who do I go? Like, maybe you know who your obvious receiver, or like your number one running back is. Hey, you got McCaffrey. Oh, shocking. You're going to play him. But what if all of a sudden you got a few running backs or you got some good receivers? Who's gonna? Who do you go with? What are the matchups? So we'll get into that. We got the uh, ski report. And more. It's the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. We'll update you. Uh, we got some bids coming in on all three packages when we return. 220 on Sports 1440. So, Cons, you got the, uh, are we at 2,000 on the uh, the Oilers and the sign package? Yes, 2,000 for that package. Okay. And um, we are at uh, 1,000 for the uh, brew house package. And the uh, wine is up to uh, 750. Is that right? Darren took it up to a thousand as well. All right, okay. So we got a thousand, a thousand, and two thousand. All right. So we're off and running. Uh, good opening. Uh, if you want to see all the uh, the bids, you can go to our Facebook page, or you can just read my uh, game day article at uh, OrdersNation.com. It outlines everything. You see all the specific bottles, but uh, we will recap it uh, every segment or two here on the show today. As uh, it's our final day of uh, the month of giving, as far as auction items, tomorrow will be the final day where we do uh, just the pyramid of giving. It's time now for the. Uh, Fantasy report brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling, home of the no payments, no interest for one year on your furnace. They wish uh, all their clients and everyone a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and all the best in 2024 from Legacy Heating and Cooling. Uh, Bob Harris from uh, Sirius XM. He's a fantasy host. And, of course, Bob, it's uh, it's playoffs for some. It's the uh, semifinal weekend of the playoffs in uh, in fantasy football. And, and usually now, you, you know, if you're in the semifinal, normally you probably have a decent team with a little bit different, deeper of a bench. And now there becomes a, a few tougher decisions maybe to see, well, who's going to be my flex guy and such. So when you look at certain matchups here um, this weekend in the National Football League, are there any that are, are players like, I guess, like tight ends? Are there any tight ends that, you know, outside of the obvious three or four that you quite like this weekend? 
I mean, uh, there's, I mean, the, the streaming tight ends are always copious, and of course, the high end ones we're all clamoring for. But I mean, Pat Fryermuth against the Cincinnati Bengals might be one you could play on Saturday. Seems like a reasonable matchup there. Uh, the Bengals have been very generous to tight ends. Uh, the Texans have been very generous to tight ends, but you're already playing David and Joku, so that's probably not going to matter. I still like Tucker Craft, but the Carolina Panthers is not the best of matchups. I'm uh, not sure how you like about that, but uh, but uh, Logan Thomas going against the New York Jets. Jets super favorable matchup as well. So there there are these streamers floating around out there. If you do want to play them, I know we go in every season, Jason, saying, "Hey, we can we can just stream quarter stream tight end." Well, yes, kind of, but everyone's looking to stream the same tight end. So be careful with that. Uh, an interesting matchup this weekend has the 49ers and the um, Baltimore Ravens. And uh, if you look at it, you know, they're going head to head. Purdy or Lamar Jackson, who do you like better this weekend? Boy, that's a, you know, these are the ones where, and these are decisions you could easily have, right? These are the ones that are going to keep you awake at night. I'm, I'm ranking Jackson slightly ahead of Purdy. Uh, they're both tough matchups. I think you add in the mobility for Jackson, even though he hasn't been running as much. Um, I'm going to lean that way. This is one where there's not a wrong answer, and you're probably going to sit there and destroy yourself if you pick them wrong uh, by the end of time. But when you have two players in the same tier, and these guys are both in the starting tier, that's kind of how how it works out in the end. You're gonna you're gonna love or hate yourself. What, what do you? What's your thoughts on some guys? You know, like Pacheco. You know, there's lots of news that supposedly he's coming back for Kansas City, but they don't play until uh, until Monday, right? So they're the late game, and uh, everybody says he's going to be back. He's practicing, but what, what's your expectation for a guy like that? Are you thinking he'll come in and, and get all the reps like he was before? I do believe he will, as long as he's good to go. And you have to watch this one, see if he avoids the questionable designation, and you'll be very happy, and you'll go ahead and play him. And you'll know that in advance. You'll know that on Saturday or have a good idea of what, where that's at. But some players will play. But you'll have the whole Sunday full of pivots to, to work with. And maybe if you've already picked up one of the Chiefs the other running backs, you might be okay with that. Looking at how big of a game do you expect from T. Higgins without Jamar Chase in the lineup? Fairly big. I mean, I think this is a good opportunity for him. He came through and, you know, this past week. And, and I think uh, Jake Browning is a perfectly serviceable quarterback. I don't know that this is my, you know, my favorite matchup, but there's no Minka Fitzpatrick in this game. That won't, that, that won't hurt anybody's feelings as long as we can get past the pass rush. I think I have him ranked just well inside the, the wide receiver two. It doesn't quite rise up the wide receiver one level, uh, but he's in that mix. And if you've lost to Jamar Chase or, or so you know, you, you could make a pivot to Tyler Boyd as well if he's available out there on your waiver wire. So I, I got a lot of texts coming in from people. Uh, this is in a full PPR league, and you have Debo Samuel, Pittman, or St. Brown. You can dress two of the three as receivers. Who would you sit? Uh, I, so I think Pittman got into full practice today, so that is a good sign. Uh, but I think he's the one I'd sit. Coming off the concussion, I rank him slightly below those guys. And, and look, he's been producing at a top 10 level as well. So has Debo, and certainly St. Brown has as well. So uh, not an easy call. Those are the two I'd go with. What's your thoughts on Trevor Lawrence this weekend? Do you stay away from him automatically? Not automatically. I mean, he's been quarterback one over the last month, right? Basically, uh, been been dominant. But there is a diminishing universe of weapons for him. It seems like Jay, Jay Jones is unlikely to play this week. And also, he did not practice again for the second straight day. 
you know, you, you get to that point in the concussion protocol where the time becomes compressed. You have to mm-hmm. go through a certain number of steps. And, and I think we're getting there with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, and this would be the first game. If he misses this game, it would be the first he ever misses from, I think, high school on. So uh, it would be a big deal if he does miss out. But, but, I would, but if he's cleared, I'm playing him. Yeah, it's uh well I would think so too but you you wonder about the concussion protocol factor, right? Um you, you know, you hope obviously he's fine but that obviously plays a a big factor into it. As as you, you know, break down a lot of the numbers, you know, there there's always been a few surprises. Ha, have you dug into like a guy like why is Eckler being so bad? Like I don't even think he, I don't even think you can start him this weekend, uh, you know, even though there's all the other injuries in in uh with the Chargers, but Eckler like he's got no quarterback. So how could, like right. would you play him? I would not play him. You're not getting the volume. And I think, you know, we're, we're looking at an NFL where this is by design, but you have teams that literally go from zero to 63 in four days, right? This is the desired outcome of the NFL. They want this volatility. Uh, so what, as a fantasy manager, what do you do to combat the, the volatility? You use volume. You're not getting that with Eckler. And when he does get it, he's not doing a great deal with it. And some of that's the offensive line. Uh, seems like the scheme doesn't quite fit him with Kellen Moore in there. You know, they're going downfield more. So that's probably been a limiting factor as well. And I wonder, I mean, I think it's fair to wonder, you know, whether that ankle has ever really become fully healthy. So, so that there, you know, we like to boil these things down to single variables. They're usually multivariable situations. But I think in his case, the, the one variable we don't like to talk about is there comes a point where running backs fall off the cliff and it happens suddenly. Yeah. It's possible he has. Well, we'll maybe learn more about that next year. But for right now, you're right. He's not – yeah, he's a he's a he's a emergency flex play basically. Bob Harris joins us from Sirius XM talking uh, fantasy football playoffs. And Bob, there's been so many quarterback injuries. I think there's lots of people that now maybe don't have the quarterback that they wanted. Um, Goff or Minshew in a full PPR? Mm. I'm going to pretend like a like the uh, an indoor game in Minnesota is semi like a home game. I don't want to chase the points from Goff last week, uh, but I do want to play Goff. I think in this one, like Mitchell's been perfectly serviceable, and I think what we're seeing with these quarterbacks guys is is, is like a few years ago, journeyman quarterbacks remained journeyman quarterbacks because they were just you know everything was kind of equal around. Now as the as the receiving cores have improved, just in general in the NFL. The receiving talent is enough to drag these guys up the ranks a little bit. Guys like Nick Mullins, Gardner Minshew, et cetera, are all like viable. Help Baker Mayfield. Let's go with him as well. All And he has a great matchup this week, by the way. Love him this week. Joe Flacco uh, as well. Um, but but th- this is helping all these quarterbacks who kind of have previously just been just guys be a little more than just guys when they get on the field on Sunday. But for me, it'd be Jared Goff this week. Uh, The Minnesota defense is a little scary. They are blitz happy, and uh, hopefully he can hold on to the football. But he has the weaponry to get the job done. And I'm going to, again, pretend the indoor environment will remind him of Detroit where he thrives. Yeah, it's funny how some teams, and I get it, the indoors, it makes a huge deal for you. Aaron Jones or uh, uh, Chan, who do you like as a running back? Uh, neither, uh, but probably would, go, probably would go with Joe's. It's it's not a great matchup, you know, uh, like not a desirable matchup. I think for uh, for 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 the, the Packers' offense in general. Uh, but one thing you have been able to do last week, notwithstanding, I blame Arthur Smith for the B. John Robinson debacle in the rain. Uh, but you know, it, you have been able to run reasonably well on the on the Panthers, and it's much harder to throw against that defense. So I go there. Look, Achan. Here's how you would look at this: if you're looking at your opponent's lineup, and he's 
that opponent is like loaded, right? You're playing tons of guys, or you're playing a Thursday guy that scores huge, and you need a swing for the fence play. That's going to be a chan every week, right? If mm-hmm. you need that guy that might get you the two touchdowns or whatever that high ceiling, he's it. If you just want to avoid the zero, uh, go ahead and go with you know, or you just need a solid floor, go ahead and go with Jones. Bob, I'm going to ask you, it's kind of a two-part question. So, um, and this is my team, so I'm going to ask. So I have, uh, I can go two running backs, obviously, and then a flex. I have Walker, Gibbs, and um, Pacheco. So I could play all three of them if I wanted and use one as a flex. But I also have Metcalf, who I'm thinking about mm. a flex. So if you, obviously you got to go two. Do you go three running backs and bench Metcalf? Or which two running backs and Metcalf would you play? And to go with the three running backs, especially so like my my two locked in would be Pacheco and Gibbs. Walker, we're gonna have to watch the injury report, but you know, and it, Tennessee defense is very tough. That would be the that would be the decision point for me. Walker ran really well against mm-hmm. the Eagles, a very tough run defense, but they're tougher at home than on the road. Uh, the Titans, we saw last week, Devin Singletary lit them up on the ground. So maybe they're, you know, Jeffrey Simmons has been a difference maker. Maybe you watch to see if there's Jeffrey Simmons. Maybe that's the deciding point. I, I do, and Walker has a sore shoulder. So watch that as long as he gets on the practice field and off the injury report. He'd be my lean because he's such a big play threat. Uh, but it is a great passing matchup. So if you don't feel comfortable with Walker or you feel like Simmons is in there, or, you know, like we get to the nuance part of these. When you're splitting hairs, you got to dig down a little deeper. That's probably the level I go to. And, like, I'm fine playing Walker any given week. You know, Smith will be back. I don't know that I'm really worried about BK Metcalf. Whoever the quarterback is, I think I'm fine playing him. Uh, so I would prefer Walker. And uh, and if the things, uh, the associated uh, aspects scare me off, I'd be perfectly fine playing Metcalf. Again, trying to play the volume on these, uh, especially this time of the year, it matters. When you look at the Kansas City Chiefs receivers after Rice, it's awful. They can't, they, you know, they can't catch the ball. Does Patrick Mahomes, should he just throw to Kelsey, Rice, and then uh, his running backs out of the backfield? Should that be their strategy moving forward? Those would be the only guys I'm playing, so yes. But that aside, just for the Chiefs, probably also yes. I mean, it's just like it's not been good. Uh, you know, I mean, it's not just like not good. It's been detrimental to some degree, whether it's Kadarius Tony's uh, foul-ups or, you know, I mean, Mark was all this gantling. You know, this is not a new thing for him, not being able to corral the ball at, at key times. So, so yes, the answer, the easy answer is yes. And, 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 and also, I think it's something Kansas City is going to have to think about. They let Tyreek Hill move on because they decided they were paying their quarterback and not their wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I think they may have to adjust that. They may realize they have to play both of those right now. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a super high-end free agent end up, you know, whether it's a Mike Evans or whoever, mm-hmm. you know, wind up in Kansas City next year as they realize they do need a true alpha wide receiver. And I, and not to, you know, that's not to say Rishi Rice couldn't turn into that guy at some point, but I think they need to go a step above that and to really separate themselves. Like uh, Godwin, Devontae Smith, or Montgomery in a flex full PPR. Pick two. Boy, God... Godwin's been running rampant the last two games, huge target shares. But also this week's matchup is a lens itself a little more. They, they kind of funneled to the middle of the field the last two matchups. This matchup tends to t- tends to emphasize the outside, the perimeter a little more. I think that's going to work in Evans' fac- favor a little bit. So it's Montgomery, Devontae Smith, and Godwin. Montgomery's first call for me, right? I mean, it's just an easy one. Whichever piece of that backfield, you know, if you, if you can't be with the love the one you love, love the one you're with. I'll play either of them. All right, they're both having phenomenal years, Gibbs and Montgomery. So I'm playing that. 
Devontae Smith turned up with a knee injury, did not practice today. I'd watch that, but he'd be my choice uh, going up against the, the, the Giants if uh, if he's available and there's no injury designation. I would slide down to Godwin, who's, again, been phenomenal. It's been a two-game run like we haven't seen from him this year. And I do love the matchup overall against the Jaguars for that passing attack and for Baker Mayfield but maybe leans a little more heavily on Evans this week, I think. Bob, awesome stuff, man. We appreciate it. Uh, how many leagues are you in? Uh, usually uh, slightly over, close to 40, I guess. Uh, you know, we're not counting best balls. That's up in the tr- double, triple digits, hundreds. Um, but uh, managed leagues, it's close to 40, and I've been dwindled down to fewer than 10. I think I'm in seven finals or heading into seven semifinals this week. 40 leagues. Well, obviously, it's your I job don't. to do it, but man, like that, like you got I, different guys in every league. You can't cheer for anybody. It's very difficult. Well, yeah, there's no cheering. Um, a lot of this is just, you know, you drive a lot because it's part of the job and you want to be able to have made all the decisions that people are making. Um, and part of it is when you make lineups. You want to make a lot of lineups so you're making a lot of decisions. That said, it puts me at a bit of a disadvantage when I'm playing in people with fewer leagues. And, uh, and so, uh, so I'm very happy. I need to draft really well and have some good injury luck uh, because I'm not as, I'm not as forceful on the waiver wires as some of my competitors. So it's a good time. I love doing it. There's leagues I pay way more attention to as well, some of the more prestigious industry leagues that I want to, you know, shine in. But either way, uh, uh, it's it's a blast playing. Love this. I love drafting. I will, I'll start drafting in February as soon as the best ball rooms open. And, uh, and by the time the season starts, I will – I will know ADP by heart in my head. It's a great way to do it. Awesome, man. We appreciate it. Thanks for your time, Bob. Appreciate you having me on. Name time. There you go. That is uh, Bob Harris from uh, Sirius XM. 40. Uh, I didn't even think about it. Not only are you running the 40 leagues, you got to run 40 waiver wires every week. Oh, my goodness. That is brutal. Like, that'd be a lot of work, man. That's just a full-time <laughs> job just running the leagues. Our guest on Fantasy Frenzy, Alan Seslowski, had 41 leagues. Uh, he said he can't even watch football. Like, there's just too much going on. Yeah. Every play's impact him, costing him a game or losing him a game. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> that's almost too much. Like, you're just, oh, that play helps me here, but it, it, yeah. then I'm bad over here. So, I don't know. Like, good for them, but I couldn't. Heck, I'm in one now. I used to be in two, and I thought two was too much. I don't know how you do 40. Oh, my God. That's uh, good for them. Good for them. Hey, uh, we are, Kyle's up to uh, 3,500. On the uh, Oilers package and the sign, the sign's unreal, man. The sign itself's worth thirty five hundred, so uh, that's awesome. And the uh, the Lowe's seats, uh, hey, so uh, great. We're getting close to uh, retail on that, so that's uh, thirty five hundred. Our wine package is at a thousand, and the brew house is at a steal right now. It's a thousand dollars in cash. Uh, sorry, in uh, food and beverage. So uh, we'll tell you what it is and uh, update you on that one uh, when we return. It is Thursday edition of the Jason Greger Show on Sports fourteen forty. Orders Nation YouTube presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Two forty-four. Welcome back, Jason Greger, Connor Halley, with you on Sports fourteen forty. Live Orders Nation YouTube. Get to uh, update you on the month of giving uh, in a second. Actually, let's do it right now. We have three packages. Normally, we don't do three, but uh, we got three good offers, so uh, we're doing all three today. So, package number one right now. It's a steal. This is something you can't go out and get. It is the Canadian Brewhouse Clubhouse package. And man, this clubhouse is unbelievable. Just think of like a clubhouse, but it has a bowling lane in it. And then it has a gym and it has all the amenities. You want to have a floor hockey game, basketball, volleyball. They got a tennis ball machine, a rock climbing wall. Uh, there's also then, uh, you know, some massive TVs in there to watch, uh, foosball, everything else, arcade games, right? Uh, you're going to get, uh, a thousand dollars 
in uh, food and beverage will be supplied courtesy of the brew house. And uh, you can use, people are asked, well, how long? Well, basically, it's yours for the day. Now, there's no sleepovers. Okay. So if you're planning it for like a, your, your men's league team, you're going to have some fun at the night. Just remember there's no sleepovers. All right. So that's the, uh, that's the only thing. But, uh, you know, if you're renting it for your hockey team, you get it there at noon. You can be there at noon till 10 o'clock at night if you want. You'll have an unbelievable time. Loads of fun for, for the kids and your group, a staff event. It can fit. Like it is massive. We got some pictures up at Orders Nation. Connor put him like this. The rooms here are very spacious. You can fit. If you want comfortably, at least 50 people, if you want that many. So uh, right now, obviously, at uh, opening bid from uh, Trent's at uh, 1000 bucks, uh, We'll go up from there. Uh, we're also at $1,000 on our wine package, which is uh, which is pretty fantastic. The uh, the wine package is courtesy of uh, Baseline Wine and Spirits. Okay? It's a custom basket, and it, uh, it has... If you're a wine person, I'm just going to list some of the it has the AXV Napa Valley, the uh, Tulliani uh, Picanero from Tuscany, uh, the Orletto from Italy, the Argot Starstruck Cabernet. Then it has the brand number 95 Cabernet Sauvignon from Napa. It's like a $200 bottle of wine. And then it has the Dark Matter Limitless Cabernet Sauvignon from Howell Mountain. That one's even more, and it's like close to 225 like some really good bottles of wine. So you get those six bottles of wine. You also will get um, six... Uh, Crowsbaugh Splendor glasses, quite nice. You get a decanterer. And also, you're going to get a private wine tasting for 10 people in your home. So you'll have it in your home, and Ryan from Baseline Wine and Spirits will show up with six more bottles of wine. So not the six that you're getting. Those are yours. Keep them for yourself if you want. Now, if you want to use them on that uh, night, you can. But Ryan's going to show up, and he'll have six quality bottles as well for your whole group. So it's kind of like a... It's a one package, but it's got two different things. So lots of bottles of wine, and it's a wine tasting, so you can kind of get everything. If if you feel like you're a wine person and you like good wine, well, this will be for you. So uh, Darren has that at a thousand, and uh, package number three is the uh, uh, the low seats, courtesy of uh, Trilogy uh, Oilfield. The uh, Oilers Senators game it's Saturday, January sixth. Oilers attack twice. Also comes with a parking pass. Sweet seats, and you're going to get courtesy of Steel Collar CNC. It's a custom 24 inch by 36 inch sign that includes all the design consultation with Graham and Kim, the drawing and the drafting time. And you can check out all the stuff they make at uh, SteelCollarCNC.ca, uh, and uh, that's usually valued at 3,500 bucks. So there's that plus the seats, and right now we have it at 3,500. So package one, two, or three. One and two are currently at a thousand. Package three is at uh, 3,500. We know they're going to go up. So thank you very much. 833-401-1440. There you go. Now let's go in the room brought to you by Next Gen Transportation. Uh, big shout out to uh, Devo. He is, uh, was uh, working in Next Gen. Of course, uh, he is on the Canadian national bobsleigh team now. And he's uh, at World Cup events, uh, coming up the Olympic qualifier in the new year. So a big shout out from everyone at Next Gen, uh, Go Devo from NextGenTransportation.com. As we welcome in, normally we join us on Tuesday, joining us today, uh, Dave McCarthy from uh, SiriusXM. Davey, how you doing, my man? 
I'm doing good, Jason. Before we begin, I just I want to be clear. I feel like a politician here. Uh, You deserve a ton of credit for what you do all December long with your month of giving. I hope you get enough credit for what you do. And 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 you have not told me to say this. This is me interrupting your show to say this. What you do is tremendous. You help a lot of people, um, and I'm very I'm very impressed with what you what you find a way to do every single year. So um, just just know that, and the listeners should know that you put a lot of work in it it helps a lot of people it's it's a really nice initiative that you do every december oh thanks dave i appreciate that yeah it's and you know what the great part is like i have people calling me now that want to offer packages and, and i always like to remind our audience every package is 100 donated all the money we raise goes directly to the charity so uh that's, right it's always a big thing for me so i appreciate it yeah you know what our our audience here uh, in edmonton and uh, the capital region uh listeners out from all around uh sure parks and albert everywhere they uh they're big uh they got big hearts and so we try to get some cool packages and a lot of times they overspend on it which is awesome so well, i'll tell you I what that it. wine package I mean, oh, David, it's right up your aisle to toronto yeah can i get to, I, I don't know is that is that outside the the, the realm of, of what's possible because that's a hell of a package 12 bottles and an in-home wine tasting come on now yeah for the people that love their wine man like this is this is unreal and there's some good bottles of like you know probably wasted on me but the people that look at your look at that place hey eh, davia getting the tour there on uh on youtube wow Jeez, you're kind of like your wine day. I'm like, what's going on there? How many bottles of wine you got in that kitchen of yours? It's not a kitchen; it's a bar. That right? is a that's okay. your bar. Holy cow, yeah, man! Yeah, there's at least uh, well, and there's there's crates that you can't even see. There's at least a hundred bottles of wine over you, there. You really like your wine, eh? I do like my wine. Yeah. Oh wow, nice! Now, are those gifts, or are you just having people over? Are you having a big? Jeez, I can't wait to come to Toronto. I'm gonna have to go to Chateau <laughs> Chateau McCarthy here. This will be unreal. <laughs> uh, gifts, so you got to keep a you got to keep an inventory up. Right? Yeah, like you, there there's some stuff over on this on this rack that's that's from the eighties. You know, I got to be honest with you, it's it's like forty years old. So, yeah, legitimate material. Yeah, I love it. Um, the uh, the orders and the devils, Dave. Both in 12th place, respectively, in their conferences after having 112 and 109 points last year. Um, you know, two teams that I think right now, as we head into Christmas, would be at the top of the disappointing list. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. I, I'm still relatively confident in the Devils. Um, they've, they've endured a lot of injuries this year. Like Jack Hughes missed some time. Nico Heischer missed about 11, 12 games a month or so ago. Now Dougie Hamilton's out, and he's not likely to come back till the end of the season. If 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 by then, um, but I, I still think they're going to get it together because I look up at the Metro Division, and I'm still not quite convinced that the Philadelphia Flyers are in fact what we're seeing. We're getting close enough now where you have to look at them long and hard and think maybe they are. But I still wonder if there's going to be a bit of a comeback to the pack there and the Devils are going to be capable of going on a run. So I see some vulnerability ahead of above the Devils in the standings. That's why I'm I'm somewhat confident that they're going to be able to fight their way back and, and their hole is not as deep as Edmonton's. And I know some of your listeners don't like me, Gregor, because I'm not very positive when it comes to the Oilers, but um, their hole is still deep. And at any given time, I watch this team and the goaltending can disappear or the structure can disappear. And then you find yourself where you are right now after having. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. On eight in a row, which was really impressive. They got that talent for sure to do it, but they also have the goaltending and the lack of, of structure at times that can turn that eight game winning streak into a three or four or five game losing streak. And then you're basically right back where you've started yet. You've burned 14 to 16 games. So um, that that's what concerns me about Edmonton. And I don't see so many teams ahead of them that I'm convinced are going to, to come back to the pack like I do in the Metro division. So this is going to be a really interesting one tonight. Both teams absolutely need to find a way to pick up a W. Yeah, the the advantage for the orders is right now uh, Arizona's on pace for 89 points and they would be uh, leading the they're the eighth place team. So they're you don't need to have a great year based on previous years. Like it doesn't look like you'll need 95 points. That's a, that's one of the big saving graces for the orders cuz as inconsistent as they've been, Calgary, Seattle, Minnesota, St. Louis, Arizona are pretty much uh, right there in the same boat. Like uh, Arizona's the only team that's over 500 in a points percentage right now yeah. amongst all those teams. So it's not it's a little bit more of a turtle race than a sprint. Um it is. at this but point. But you, you you can't lose oh, God, four no. games in no. a row though. That's the problem that they that, that that Edmonton's dug themselves is that you've you've now mitigated the opportunity to have a slide of any kind. Um so yeah, I I mean I think they could still go on a heck of a run, and if they can get it sorted out, they'll be okay. But man, the, like if you lose again tonight, like that's that's four in a row that you've, and it kind of shoots the eight game winning streak right in the foot. Yeah, no, it's very true. Dave McCarthy from SiriusXM joins us. Uh, David finally happened. Uh, Ottawa, you know, a lot of people thought you know they'd make a change. They, they finally did. They they ship out uh, DJ Smith, uh, but. What do you make of, you know, kind of bringing in a temporary coach? I don't think there's anybody who believes that Jacques Martin is doing this job long term. No, I, I don't. But I think what it is, is more now of dropping Jacques Martin in. And, and to me, that's an admission that it's, that it's a lost season. Um, I think they waited too long. And we're now too deep into the year. I think for Ottawa to climb out of that hole, you look at how the Atlantic is shaping up. I mean, it looks now like we 
all, I would think, expected it to look coming into the year. It's Boston, it's Toronto, it's Florida, and I think Tampa Bay. We keep talking about how they've played like crap all year long, and yet there they are in fourth place. And I think there's a lot there, a lot more there for them to give. So I don't see who's dropping out. Um, with, with Ottawa, I think they waited too long. So now what I think they have is Jacques Martin who comes in. If there's, if there's a hallmark of his teams, it's that they're perpetually organized. And that is one area that they struggled in under DJ Smith. They, they, they couldn't defend. They, they played with no structure. Um, but I think it's too late anyway. What you'll, what you'll get out of Jacques Martin is that he will be able to to identify now and talk to Steve Steos uh, and whoever it is is the manager that they hire. It buys them some time on that front as well so that whoever the manager is can hire their own coach. But Jacques Martin be able to identify, like, who's a real player here and who's a guy that is is either overpaid or we've miscast or we've misidentified. This new ownership group, this new management group has no allegiance to any of the players that are under long-term contracts because they didn't sign them. And, and I have to be honest, Jason, I'm at the point now where I have had it with the great young core locked up in Ottawa. I'm not interested in that conversation anymore because at the end of the day, you got to do something other than finish last every year in order for me to start believing that. And I think what they have in Ottawa, they've got, they've got a good young core, but their talent is not at a, a level like other teams. For instance, like say what you will about Toronto, they've got stupid talent. Matthews, Marner, Nylander, they can, they can decide at any given time, okay, we're just going to go out and we're going to score five goals tonight and we'll, we'll outskill our way to a win. And they can do that long enough that they'll get that gets them through the regular season. Doesn't get them through the playoffs, but it gets them through the regular season. Ottawa doesn't have that kind of talent. They don't have a McDavid or a Drysital or a McKinnon that can just go out and score two or three goals for fun. Ottawa has good talent. I think there's something there, but in order for that talent to show through, they need to play with a structure. So that that gets relied, that's their foundation. And then they've got enough skill so long as they play properly for the skill to help push them um, ahead of opponents more often than not. But they don't play with any structure. Leafs don't play with structure often enough during the regular year. Don't play with structure during the playoffs. But their talent level is, is, is at the level where they can outskill their way to victories. Ottawa can't do that. And I think they have to look long and hard now in Ottawa. Um, is this mix of players one that you can ultimately win with? You think they can, but man, how much longer do we have to go before we decide that, you know what? Maybe they can't. Why? Because they miss the playoffs and it's not even close every year. You look at a team like the uh, the Detroit Red Wings. They added uh, Patrick Kane, but uh, they've lost four in a row. And a lot of people thought maybe Detroit was was due to kind of come back down to earth. Now, goaltending issues probably a factor. They got all sorts of injuries. Now they're down to to, to Reimer. But you know, what what do you make of the recent skid here, the Red Wings? Where is this just coming back to reality for them? Well, it's well, the same thing I was concerned about with Philadelphia. It hasn't happened in Philadelphia yet, but it's happened in Detroit um, as well as they were playing up until what the end of November when they they got Patty Kane in the lineup. Um, I mean, when he signed in Detroit, did you look at the Red Wings and say, okay, well, he's, he's picking a team that's guaranteed to get in the playoff? No, 
mm-hmm. right? I certainly didn't. Um, and as you point out, a number of things conspired against them. Dylan Larkin got hurt. David Perron got suspended. Uh, all of their goalies got hurt. Um, and then you introduce Patrick Kane into the situation, and and that's a bit of an adjustment as well. Not he's played fine, but he's a guy that that sucks up some oxygen, right? And he's the type of guy that when you bring him in, everyone else maybe I'm deferring a little bit, or you know, it, it just throws the, the 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 jive off a little bit from what they had the first six weeks of the year. So, number of things conspired against them. But I was never convinced coming into the year that Detroit was going to be an automatic playoff team. Of the three, Detroit, Ottawa, Buffalo, if you forced me to pick one of those teams to to find their way into the playoffs, I was saying Buffalo in the offseason. Wrong again uh, on that front. Um, but but I didn't look at any any one of those teams as an absolute lock. And Detroit is kind of back where I, I expected them to be at this point of the year. The good thing is, though, um, by trade deadline time, if they do fall out and, and Patty Kane continues to play okay, they should be able to translate him into another a- asset. And if you're, you're Patty Kane, why wouldn't you want to move, get a run at the playoffs, and then try and play well and set yourself up for a, a contract in the summertime? Yeah, no, that's totally valid. The uh, the Buffalo Sabres oof, was a tough one against the uh, the Blue Cat Jackets. They got the Maple Leafs tonight. They got a red hot Austin Matthews. He's got twenty five goals in in twenty eight games. And uh, uh, the problem in Buffalo is Dave, like they can't play defense. And no. I like I wonder. I know that they they had a plan as a GM, but I, I know Don Granado hasn't been there very long. But I wonder if. Uh, if all of a sudden, you know, maybe they ride it out and they don't make the change this year, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if he's the answer. I haven't seen any improvement defensively, structure wise, under him. No, I haven't. Um, the issue though in Buffalo is, I mean, if they move on from Don Granato, what will they have had? Like twenty four coaches in the last eight years. You know, and it seems like that, right? You can't keep churning coaches every year, eighteen months. Um, you know, that was the issue. Last year was that they they scored. I think they had the fourth most goals in the league last year. Uh, they couldn't defend. Now they still can't defend. I think they've given up the the seventh most goals this year. But now they've dropped back down to twentieth in goals for. So not only can they not defend, but they cannot score like they did last year. Mm-hmm. And and you find them find yourself in a position that they're in right now, which is. Man, on the precipice of yet another lost season. When you you give up a nine spot to Columbus on home ice, like holy cow! So, um, the the issues that uh, plagued Ottawa, the issues that plagued Buffalo uh, in years past, continue to plague them again this year. They can't defend, and ultimately, at the end of the day, in the NHL, if you cannot defend consistently. Unless your talent level is stupid. Like, Matthew, I'm sorry, 25 goals in 28 games, that's stupid talent. No, not Most guys in the league can't score like that. Ottawa doesn't have that kind of talent. Tage, uh, Buffalo doesn't have that, that kind of talent. Tage Thompson, Dylan Cuz, whoever it is. They're good players, but you've got to play with some structure because they can't score at will. And if you can't score at will and you refuse to play with structure – you're going to miss playoffs just about every year. Say what you will about the Leafs. They've never made the, uh, a long playoff run. But under this group, they make the playoffs every year. Why their talent level is outrageous. They still need to find some structure as well. Um, but the other teams in the Atlantic, their, their talent level is not at that same level. 
and they can't defend, and thus they they don't make the playoffs. And generally speaking, they're not even close. Davey, have a great week, man. Uh, Merry Christmas, uh, happy holidays, enjoy that wine, and uh, we'll talk to you in the new year. Awesome. Merry Christmas, buddy. Yeah, you betcha. Dave McCarthy, I think he's going to join us uh, next Thursday as well here on the uh, program. It's uh, just after 3 o'clock. We'll get to uh, Connor Halley. We'll update you on the month of giving. Terry Ryan is going to be by later on and more on a busy Thursday edition of The Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Here's Connor Halley, Sports 1440. Update brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling Home of the No Payments. No interest for one year on your furnace. Stay warm all winter at LegacyHeating.ca.